Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. On today's episode, it's all about acceptance and blind faith. And we have an idea what acceptance is, but what about blind faith? You'll hear that throughout the questions in this episode. And we had a little bit of trouble of, uh, I forgot to record it. So Tracy record, started recording it um, in the middle of the first question. So that first question is all about what do you do about annoying people? And in this case, Joshua brought up the example. What if you came into work and you had a stain on your shirt and then this woman that you had, uh, you found annoying, mentioned it in front of everyone, and you had a little manifestation event about that. So it goes on into that, you'll see as you go along. Before we start, there's a brand new meditation that Tracy did. It's called the Neutrality Meditation, and you can get that on the homepage. Just scroll down a little bit and you'll see it there. And also remember to like and subscribe and do all that great stuff that you do. All right, without further ado, here we get going, a little bit in the middle, but I think you'll get it. And it goes on for an hour. I mean, all the questions go on for an hour, so it's about the size of a normal Joshua life. Enjoy it. The thing you think is giving you all the like, love, and respect from others is actually the thing that's preventing you from moving forward on this journey of self-discovery to discover more authenticity. Therefore, from a higher perspective, when you feel the negative emotion by what that person said, you can realize, oh, I can accept that because it's pointing out a limiting belief. If I didn't have that limiting belief, this entire event would never happen. There'd be no purpose for it. It wouldn't make any sense. So I can actually appreciate this person for showing me this limiting belief. I feel negative emotion, not because she said something, but because I was buying into the illusion that my personal appearance had anything to do with anything. You can then realize that, okay, there's this limiting belief that's preventing me from moving forward. I'm a journey self-discovery to move towards everything I truly want. So what's that limiting belief? In this case, something simple, something simple. My appearance must be in a certain way for others to like, love and respect me. Okay, can I prove that's false? Sure, there's been times in my life where I've been a little disheveled and nobody even said anything. I remember one time walking into work with my shirt inside out, going home that evening, realizing it and not one person even noticed. Isn't that interesting that I have this belief about myself, but no one else does. And when it is unnecessary, then a manifestation event has to come up to point out the fact that it is not true. If I can go through life realizing that all the things that I think I want or think I need, think I'm trying to get, think I'm building as these desires and attachments to outcomes and ideals, all those things are actually preventing me from going smoothly and easily on this journey of self-discovery. And that every time something occurs, some manifestation event occurs in my reality, it's there to assist me in my ascension to my authenticity. Therefore, I accept every single thing that happened because I know above all that everything is happening for me and nothing is ever happening to me. That's acceptance. Got it. Thank you. Excellent. Who's next? Me, Gary. So first of all, thank you so much. Okay, my question is this. You say to live a life uh, with joy and fun be uh, our authentic self. So I love to be my authentic self. But from um, July, for example, I had some issues with my cryptocurrency and the bank. And when I go there, try to have fun, 
it's like I have this, uh, uh, let's say, return from the bank from everyone. It's like, okay, I cannot go barefoot, uh, in, you know, inside of the bank. I cannot like, you know, they try to make me fit and uh, a simple action like moving my money from my bank to a project I have is an eco project I have. It's like coming from authentic, my authentic me. I have the inspiration. I, I felt like when I go to this kind of system, like I'm not able even to do simple action of moving my own money to this place and this place. And I, I try to do it with fun, but then my, the response of people is like, you need to wear heels or you need to be more presentable or you need to follow one to three steps. So how can I do my financial and my project thing with fun and make it the bank and the system work for me? Well, first you have to understand that it's a journey to authenticity. Who you are in the non-physical is the authentic version of you. But you forgot that on purpose. If you knew it, this physical reality would serve no purpose, no purpose at all. So you have to forget who you truly are. And then you have to discover who you truly are. Well, who you truly are is powerful beyond measure. Who you truly are would manifest anything you wanted with a thought, would be able to act on pure inspiration without any resistance whatsoever. But that would be such a boring ride because if you understood who you truly are, you'd be fully free and abundant. You wouldn't have to interact with anything or anyone ever. It would just come to you, 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 come to you. But that's boring because that's exactly what happens in the non-physical. In the non-physical, you can create in a thought in an instant anything you wanted a castle, a planet, a solar system. It doesn't matter. And it has no meaning. There's no obstacles. There's no challenges. There's nothing interesting about that. You're not learning anything whatsoever. What you're doing is learning a lot. You're learning how do I balance this, this idea of who I am, which is a persona. No matter how free and authentic you think you are, it's in a persona. It's always a persona. So if you're going up against manifestation events where they say you have to wear shoes in a bank and you say, why would I have to do that? Well, that's a manifestation event. It's a limiting belief. There's some belief that says to be authentic, I need to go barefoot in a bank. That is not authenticity. You see, authenticity would be nothing phases you. Nothing worries you. Shoes in a bank, fine, no problem. We're dressing up for one day, fine, no problem. Speaking in front of a group where you didn't want to do it before, but that's what's happening in your reality, sure, I'll get up there, I'll say something, it'll be perfect, I'll be guided in the moment. But believing that there is a certain way to be authentic is inauthentic. Now, this is a game you're playing. Very few people are at this level where they're realizing there is an authentic version of them that exists as a representation of their non-physical self in physical reality. And then there's a persona that's being created and trotted out to the public in every situation. There's one for this person, there's one for this group, there's one for that group. Just the realization that there's a difference between authenticity and this persona that you created is a marvelous thing. It is a incredible sign of ascension. Yet there are still limiting beliefs that are causing you to feel negative emotion. Why can't I do this? I feel limited. Well, you're a free 
absolutely free and abundant being. Why do I have to work within the rules of this society? Well, those rules you created for yourself so that you can play with them, you have some context with them, and you get to discover who you are as you move along within what's, what you believe society is saying, what you believe the construct is. Now, you have to realize that that society, that those banks, that that cryptocurrency, that those things you want is all created by you. All of the good stuff and all of the stuff that you think is a hassle. Everything that annoys you is created by you. It's a representation of how you're seeing yourself in your reality. What a lot of people are doing is saying, well, when I understand who I am, then everything's going to come easily. I'll manifest things. Everything I want will come to me. And the reason they want to become authentic is only to get the stuff that they think they want. So they say, I'm going to use this law of attraction stuff to make it so much easier to go through and get what I want. And that's control. It's control. If you think about yourself as a leaf floating on a stream, you're not offering any control. You're just going with the flow of that stream. If a little rock comes up in the middle of the stream, you're not as a leaf fighting against that rock. You're just bumping up against the rock and floating around it easily and effortlessly in joy and fun. When you say you want your conditions to be fun, you're saying they have to change in order for me to do what I want to do. When you be fun with every single thing that you do, wear outrageous high heels to the bank, for instance, and not care what they say, just get your stuff done and get out of there, then you're going with the flow of the stream as a leaf rather than as a beaver trying to dam everything up, trying to power your way through it, trying to change the course of the stream trying to effort and struggle to change the structure of a society that you created in your mind. Don't try to change them. Just think about how you can flow easily and effortlessly through all of the stuff. Enjoy. Oh, there's a cranky person over here. I understand they're just going through their resistance and they're having a little bit of a hard time today. And let's see if I can flow a little bit of love and acceptance through them. Not by changing them or talking to them or getting them out of it, just by telepathically sending them a bit of love and understanding and compassion. If you are primarily concerned with what you're not getting from your reality, you're still in this victim mode. That's all it is. Great. If you're primarily concerned with how you can express love to every aspect of it by accepting it, going with the flow of it, leaning into it, well, now you're operating as a creator of your reality. The shift is from here to here. But guess what? When you get to here, when you get to this level of understanding that you're the creator of your reality and you're just going with the flow of everything, we want you to understand that the shift from here to here is exponential. But there's that much more to go. You will never understand your full authenticity always moving towards it, always moving life after life after life after life eternally forever. You will never get it. You will never attain it in physical reality. You'll get closer and closer and closer. And maybe after a thousand more lives, you'll be 5% closer. Of course, that's exponential to where you are now. And it's exponentially different from where you were other lifetimes. In this lifetime, it's all about how you can flow the energy of who you truly are 
into the love of the life that you are living and the conditions you find yourself. That is acceptance. That can be fun. That is easy. Trying to change other people to conform to what you think is your authentic self is difficult. And that's the only difficulty you have. Okay, so if me as a dedicated, as, as, as I spend like, I'm 36 now, so I spent the past 14 years like studying astrology to try to find who I am through all these uh, different tools, yoga, astrology, to find who I am. You say like, okay, I'm, I feel, I find my authenticity and actually like I go and I push my authenticity outside thinking also it's like my way of sh sharing creative love even to a bank and I'm just really chill and I share about, uh, you know, like the power of everything. Uh, it's still like I'm kind of, uh, in a way, I find my authentic self, but in a way I'm pushing it out instead of just, and uh, if they tell me, okay, you need to wear high heels to go into the bank, am I not betraying my authentic self that, that way? Your idea of your authentic self is just a persona. That's all it is. And it's just a way of understanding who you authentically are. It's just a context. It's just this okay, I'm trying this on for size now. Let's see how that works. Does that feel good? Does that feel authentic? Okay, I'm going to play with that for a year or two. Uh, and that's going to lead me to something else, to some other desire. This doesn't seem to be working. I'm pushing out my authenticity and I'm getting resistance back from that. You see? Okay, well, we had an experiment. We played with that for a year or so. That got me to this information and this podcast and this video and this growth period I had over the last year. What if I just went with the flow of everything? What if I just relaxed? What if I didn't need to find my authenticity? What if being more authentic isn't going to give me anything? There's no payback. There's no transaction. It's just what I thought would make things better. But what if that wasn't really true? What if the only tr true thing would be flowing with what is actually happening? What if the only true thing is acceptance? What if the only true thing is looking at everything you think is wrong or bad or annoying and saying, that's a limiting belief. That's not wrong or bad. That's not annoying. That's not necessarily interrupting me from my freedom and abundance. I'm looking at it from a limited perspective. What if I chose the higher perspective? What if I chose that in the past I would have pushed out my authenticity and then I got this annoying feedback and I was confused by why people can't see me for who I truly am. And then I realized it was all a method of control based in a deep rooted sense of victimhood that was never true. And what if all of this was necessary to bring me to an even higher understanding of myself? But if all these events that have happened over the last year or so, where I was being more authentic, being more authentic, being more authentic, and got all this resistant feedback, what if that was the only way where I could come to an even higher understanding of myself, which is what I truly want more than anything else? Okay. Yeah. So see it? by embodying my authentic self, I also like activate some manifestation event that make me understand, okay, I'm my authentic being in my creativity, but maybe it's the belief that the bank don't accept me for who I am. So I can work through that. So I am shining with that, but the things anyway, still happening in a way to show me what are the corner to make it work 
Yeah. Exactly. You're <laughs> now instead of bumping okay. up against the walls, you just smoothly move around them. And you say, okay, I get it now. I don't have to bump up against anything. I'm like a little stream going through life, just moving the path of least resistance and more joy and no control over what anyone else thinks of this authentic being because the greatest fear is becoming authentic and then losing everything. Having everything that you've created in your life fall away, all the people, all the friends, all the desires that you have. Mm -hmm. If I become authentic, then all of that stuff means nothing. Mm -hmm. And so you try yeah. and you try and gently be authentic here and you get a little good feedback there and gently feel authentic there and get a little bad feedback there and feel go with your emotions, get this nuanced idea of, okay, it's not about understanding who I truly am. It's about going through the experiences in ease and joy with little resistance, as little resistance as possible. And then when you have resistance in the form of a manifestation event, then you say, mm -hmm. it's not them, it's my limiting belief. I can process that limiting belief. And when I process that limiting belief, guess what? I know myself a little bit more today than I did yesterday. That's all this is. Remember, it's an eternal journey. All you gotta do is think about today. All you gotta do is think about where's the feeling coming from? Where's the resistance? Where's the good feeling? Where's the fun? Where's the control? Where's the fear? Okay, I see it now, I see it more clearly. But I don't have all the answers and I never will because I'm on a journey of self-discovery. It's eternal because I want the journey, not the end result. The end result means it's all over. <laughs> you never want this to be over because this is more fun than you can believe. This game you're playing is more fun than you can believe. And you can't know how it works in advance. You have to go through experiences that lead you towards more understanding. But that more understanding is just another step. Mm, just another so step. It's not going to solve I, any problems. Uh, mm -hmm. It's just another step. Oh, I get this little, and the more you learn about yourself, guess what? The less you know, the more questions you have. So when you're offering a perspective of 5% compared to the 100% of who you truly are, and you go up half a percent, you have way more questions than answers. Guess what? you want those questions. Those questions now get unlocked and those questions start new journeys of self-discovery. Mm. And then you go up another, maybe after 10 lifetimes, another half a percent. And you have all these other questions and all this new environment to be born into that can answer those questions for you. And it just gets more interesting and more interesting and more exciting and more fun and more experiences are happening. There's no reason to go any further than where you are today. Just play with what you want to know today and then be led through experiences to more information. That's the game. You can do that in ease and joy or fear and control, either way. But you're already at such a high perspective that now you want to relax that and just play with what's in your reality today and that is called acceptance. What can you accept today? What can't you accept? Okay, I can accept a little bit more today than I did yesterday. It's all about acceptance, not about figuring out anything. How can I go with the flow and have fun and joy and ease and figure out how this works and, and move towards my interests and maybe find a passion here and there and fall in love and 
break up and try something else and get invested in something and have a manifestation event and keep going and going and going and boom, 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 boom. That's life. You're either flowing with it or resisting it like 99.9% .9 of the population. Flow a little bit more and it's all so much more fun, interesting and exciting. That's where you're at. This is the precipice. This is a line that you're just about to cross from victimhood and fear to this intellectual idea that you're the creator of your reality and that that being of creative reality isn't perspective. It's a perception of reality where you see yourself from a higher perspective today than you did yesterday. That's all it is. Have as much fun as you can and enjoy this adventure fully. Lean into it and you'll start to see that you'll notice when you're in resistance and when you're in acceptance and it doesn't matter either way, but you'll be able to navigate it a little bit more smoothly. That's the payoff. And that payoff is joy. That's why you're here. Thank you so much. Excellent. Thank you really from my heart. Who's next? So I want to talk a little bit, continuing on this theme, I'd love to talk a little bit more about this blind faith in the universe and, and, and trusting. I think it's intellectually, it's something easy to understand. But when all these manifestation events do pop up and you do process them, it, it does test maybe test is the wrong word, but it, it does put a little emphasis on having that blind faith. We have a perfect example for you. If you had blind faith, you'd cross the road without looking. If you knew who you were, you would know that it's impossible for you, impossible for you to cross the road and be hit by a car. It could not happen, but you still look. And then if it looks like a car is coming and they honk their horn at you, you have a manifestation event. And you say, I thought I was going to be blind faith. I thought I could cross the road without looking. Well, you had a belief, you had an expectation, and you never got hit by a car. But you said, oh, that was too close. Oh, that could have hit me. If it was a car that had no driver just barreling down the road, but of course it has someone behind the wheel and can apply the brake because they have their own reality to think about as well. So if you think about maybe one or 2% of the areas of your life where you're acting on inspiration in blind faith. Okay. I just had the inspiration to do the dishes and you do the dishes blind faith. You acted on that inspiration. Why did you do the dishes? Because the fear of doing them was not so great. You couldn't overcome. You thought, Oh, all right. I'll be helping out there. I know how to do the dishes. Well, maybe I'll be told I'm not doing them correctly, but that's not a big deal. And you do the dishes, but crossing the street without looking in the middle of rush hour and saying blind faith, can you really have blind faith at that time and think about everything else you do to protect yourself that just seems logical, just seems normal. Those are the areas where there's no blind faith. If you have blind faith, it would mean you have the faith that you're always being led step by step by step to every single experience that you need to experience based on the perspective that you're offering. You have this perspective and you have a set of thoughts, choices, decisions, and actions within that vibrational range of that perspective. Whatever that is, 
it's going to create a reflection of that perspective. So everything that happens is simply showing you the perspective. That's all it's doing. And so if you're inspired to get in your car, pull out of your driveway and get hit by another car, that's part of that perspective. If the perspective is absolute blind faith because I'm the creator of this reality and I am my inner self living in this reality at the highest vibrational level possible, you're not looking where you're backing up. You're just going in there. You're not even looking where you're driving ahead. You could be on your phone going like this, driving like the whole time. You could be driving in the middle of the night with no lights on, with no GPS, with no turn signals, with no speed limit. That would be blind faith. You can't get there. You've got this idea of how physical reality works. You could turn on your TV without your remote if you have blind faith. But no, there's a way to get that TV on. There's a vibrational journey from inspiration to watch TV, to sitting on the couch, to picking up the remote, to turning it on, to turning the channel, to getting to where you want to go, to turning on the volume, to, to relaxing, and the show's on. So why don't you just think about it and the TV turn on? Why don't you just think about it and have a new show, the best show you ever have, played in your head? Because you want this game. This game is playing with the context of what you think you can do and who you truly are. That's this context of this game as you came to. So you're saying, okay, all right, I'm going through life. I'm feeling good about myself. All right, let's look at the feedback. I have a job, I have a house, I have a family. Pretty good. Live in a nice place, pretty good. Pretty good. Why would you ever want more? Well, want to expand, okay? Have a desire. What's that desire? Mm, I want a million dollars. Okay, great. Want a million dollars. How are you going to get there? Are you going to get there through effort and struggle? Sure, you could. Are you going to get through the, through blind faith? Well, it would appear in your bank account the next second. Or are you going to get there some other different way? And are you going to get there realizing that that is just a desire? I don't care if it comes in or not. It was just a thought, and it's there for me in escrow, and I don't need to manifest it to be happy. I'm going to have as much fun, and I'm going to go on that journey from this perspective to this perspective in joy, even when manifestation events come. Because guess what? The reason you're not at this high perspective is you get limiting beliefs and you're not acting on all the inspiration. Okay, great. So what do you do? Step one, have a manifestation event, discover limiting belief, process it, prove it's false, leave it alone, wait for the next inspiration, look at the fear that pops up. Can I push past the fear? No? Ah, limiting belief, still too strong. Can I process the limiting belief without a manifestation event? A lot easier, a lot more fun. Will you do it? No, I'm not doing that. I'm waiting for the something huge to fall on my head so I'll finally look and say, okay, I'll fill out the damn form. All right, I got it. Okay, great. If you're looking for yourself from the perception of a victim, it's going to be a narrow range of limited thoughts and ideas and decisions, and you're going to get manifestation event after manifestation event. You're going to feel miserable. You're going to feel like a victim. You're going to feel terrible. And you'll say, if you're emotionally sensitive, I don't like this anymore. And then you're going to change your focus. You're going to change your focus. That didn't work. I want some information that will get me to feeling good. And then you get inspiration for a little while. And that leads to this, that, and the other thing, and then you play with that and it has more context.
So no matter where you are, it's a matter of perspective. Now you have a high perspective, why would you want any higher? Think about that, because I wanna control my reality more. Or I wanna have more fun, or I'm willing to go through fear to have expansive experiences. Let's imagine that your perspective is at a five, one of the highest perspectives in the world. And you can look around and say, oh, I'm feeling good a lot. Oh, I'm having a lot of fun. Oh, I have every, all my needs. I, there's nothing I need. Everything seems to be taken care of. Oh, okay. What if we raise that perspective another quarter point to 5.25? Oh, you know what that means? I have to rethink who I am, which means I've got to face my fears. I got to face my limiting belief. I got some work to do. I'm going to be taken on a ride. Do I want to go on that ride? Or do I like where I am? Well, if you kind of like where you are, why would you go? Unless you're drawn. And you say, okay, well, you bargain with this. And you say, all right, can I raise my perspective and still hold on to my fears? I'm afraid of the IRS. I'm afraid of losing my job. I'm afraid of disappointing my family. I'm afraid of all these things. You want to go there? Those fears will have to be contended with to go to that higher perspective. And what awaits you at this higher perspective? You can't even imagine it. There's no transaction. You can't even imagine what awaits for you at this higher perspective. So there's no ideal anymore. You're just acting on blind faith because there's nothing you can hold on to. In fact, if you were to be shown your life two years from now, by just raising your perspective a quarter point, you'd say, oh, I don't think I could do that. I don't even think I want that. But if you could feel how you feel, you would say, oh my God, I can't imagine not doing it. That was the ride of my life and look where I am. I feel amazing. You'd have this swagger to you. All the little silly insecurities would not be a part of who you are. You would change into this other level. You ready to go there? You ready to kill a few dragons? That's where you're going. If you want, if you have blind faith that the universe is gonna bring you everything you truly want when you push past your fear. Because on the other side of that fear, that's where it all is. So think about what you fear, realize it's all an illusion, raise that perspective, and don't care about what you think you want or what you need or what you have now. Fear of loss is ridiculous. You are the creator. Don't worry about that, have blind faith that if that's what you want, and we promise you that is what you want, to go from this version of Jerry to this version of Jerry that you can't imagine, that journey in the next two years is having blind faith that the guidance and the inspiration that's coming to you is leading you there. No matter what happens, no matter what happens on that journey, it's for one purpose, the expansion from this version to that version. So if you think that's a bad thing and it happens, it's helping you get to that version. So it's all for your good. And you can have absolute trust in that. Thank you. Wow. Awesome. Excellent. Wonderful question. Jojo. Hi, Joshua. I'm sorry. I didn't expect to be called. Uh, that was an amazing question. A couple of things that, that came up from that was like blind faith and it helped me see so much more of where I'm limiting myself. 
My question has to do with, I guess, a scenario that happened a couple of days ago where um, I'm out on vacation and I'm working a lot more on trying to change these aspects of myself that I feel could be improved. <laughs> and so it was, so it has to do with coincidences and seeing things from a broader perspective and like, is there such thing as, um, so instead of limiting beliefs, positive beliefs, the example is I randomly talked to a stranger and they live like in the same town as me. We go to the same places and in further conversation throughout the day, we found out we're staying at the same resort. Um, and I, uh, there's probably no meaning in that, but I, other than having fun in the moment, how can I elevate that, this experience to learn more about the broader perspective? Excellent. There's no coincidences. There's no luck. Nothing's random. Everything's working on your vibration, your perspective. There are synchronicities. There are signs of resistance and signs of ease and acceptance. When you have a wonderful experience like this, it's a synchronistic sign of the perspective that you're holding. And that is a confirmation of this perspective because it feels good. So anything that feels good, that's fun, that's joy is a confirmation of a high perspective or a mental construct with a bunch of empowering beliefs. Wonderful. Anything that's limiting you is just a sign of a set of limiting beliefs within that overall mental construct. Now you're not walking across the street without looking. So the looking is limiting you, you see? Okay, no problem. It's how you maintain this state of being where you're not preventing yourself from doing anything or risking everything. It's this equilibrium, it's balance, nothing wrong with it. You have to understand that your set of beliefs, empowering and limiting are always in balance. Everything in the universe is in balance. If they are slightly less limiting and slightly more empowering, it's just a, a higher perspective, but they're still in balance. There are always going to be these limiting beliefs, always going to be these empowering beliefs. The limiting beliefs doesn't really matter because if you're acting on enough inspiration, you're having fun in your life, then they're not really limiting you. If you say, well, I don't mind looking in the rearview mirror when I back out of the driveway, then you're still having joy. But if you're saying, oh, to be authentic, I have to be able to put a blindfold on and drive through traffic. Well, you're in resistance to this life you're living, even if you're at the highest perspective on the planet. But at this highest perspective on the planet, you're seeing just a little bit more of the illusion and just a little bit more of the truth. And that adds up to make you feel better than you did when you were living as a victim. It just feels easy. It's lighter. You're having more fun. You're having more synchronicity. Now, all of this relates to your beliefs and expectations. You're creating it all anyway. So if you see someone and have this chance conversation with them, you're perceiving yourself as someone who can engage with a stranger and have a good time. That's a high perspective. A lot of people would say, I don't want to talk to that person. I'm going on my own way and wouldn't have this whole thing. So these are little signs of where your perspective is. Raise that perspective a bit more. There's more signs, more experiences, more synchronicities, more, more evidence that you're living from this higher perspective. Now you want to go back to something you said in the beginning that you're working on yourself and you're trying to improve the areas that you don't think are so good that are limiting you. 
You can't improve perfection. This is the thing. Your perception of yourself as needing improvement is a limited perspective. Guess what happens? In that limited perspective, you come up with ideas for improvement. If you were at a higher perspective, you could not come up with any ideas for improvement. They wouldn't come into your thought stream. There'd be no inspiration for improvement, you see? There'd just be inspiration for joy and fun and ease. And that would lead to a validation or a, or a reflection of this higher perspective. So the limited perspective says, okay, once I get over my social anxiety, I'll have a bunch of friends. And I really want friends. So you say, okay, the problem with me is that I'm a little awkward in social settings. Not true at all. Not true at all. You're just perceiving yourself as awkward in social settings because you're having negative emotion when someone comes to you and you don't know what to say. And you say the wrong thing or you say something that you, you go back later and you question, why did I say that stupid thing? It's all this perception of yourself. You walk into a room in the magnificence that you are perceiving yourself as funny and witty. Guess what? You get feedback that says you're funny and witty. If you walk in a room and you're dressed to the nines and you look fabulous and you believe and expect that other people will see you as fabulous, guess what? All the feedback is that you're fabulous. That's just how this reality works. Now, if you say, okay, well, I'm going to then raise my perspective on myself and just see me as fabulous. Well, guess what? If you don't believe it, if you don't expect it, not going to do anything. So what do you do? You accept, okay, this is where I am. I have this belief system. Okay. I process a few living beliefs over here. Great. I, uh, take note of these experiences where I get the first parking spot or I see one, one, one lined up and I say, Oh, that's evidence I'm choosing or shifting into a higher perspective. And it is true. I'm curious in this information. I want to understand the laws of the universe because it's interesting to me and it's fun, not because it's going to get me to a better place or make me feel good. You see, not because it's going to raise my vibration. You don't do it for that. You do it because it's fun and interesting. That's all. Everything else is control. You take a shift in perspective. Everything is right. Three words, one sentence. Everything is right. Shift in perspective. Just this intellectual possibility that everything could be right. And then you say to yourself, all right, I think that's wrong. It could be right. Let's see it as right. Let's just try and look at it as right. Uh, I can see a little thing. Okay. That is a massive shift in perspective that raises you not to be better or less imperfect. It raises you to see yourself a tiny bit more true than you did before a tiny bit more authentic. It raises you just that one little sentence. Then you say, nothing's happening to me. Everything's happening for me. And then something happens to you and you say, no, that can't be true. It has to be happening for me. How's it happening for me? Oh yeah. It's pointing out a limiting belief. I want to know where my limiting beliefs are. That's what's happening. Go through a window, window shield of a car. Oh, what that definitely happened to me. Oh, being in the hospital all the time. Oh, that definitely happened to me. Oh, being all that pain. Yeah, that definitely happened to me. Okay. I don't see that one at all, but maybe you will five years from now. Maybe you look back and say, that was the moment everything changed.
You can't see it yet, but what if you had this idea? All right, I can't see it yet, but in five years, I'm going to look back and I'm going to understand that. That's a shift in perspective. You see? Not to control anything, to actually feel better in the moment by changing your perspective or processing a limiting belief. Feel better in the moment. How do I feel better in the moment? I see everything from the higher perspective. I see everything is working out for me. I see all these other people investigating who they are through all these things that they're doing. Good for them. I see all these manifestation events that are happening to me. Good for me. Sifting and sorting and coming to this greater understanding of who I am. Having fun with my friends, enjoying the weather, enjoying my house, enjoying dinner, enjoying cooking, enjoying TV, enjoying sleeping, enjoying waking up, all these things. And then feeling heavy and concerned and worried and anxious and resentful and regretful and going, oh yeah, that's because I'm taking it too seriously. That's because I'm noticing the flaws instead of the positive aspects. You could choose either one. You could spend your time looking for flaws, looking for flaws, and you'll find them. Or you can spend the same amount of time looking for all the positive aspects, and you'll find those. That's a shift in perspective. Here's the kicker. You're the creator of your reality. You're not the victim of your reality. But you can't remember you're the creator of your reality. And just the system of fear and uh, disconnection and separation naturally causes you to feel like the victim to your reality Add in all the programming and limiting beliefs, what have you, a mental construct that exists at this level right now, and that's responsible for the reality that you have right now. Seems like it's real, tangible. Seems like it's not going to change unless you take a jackhammer to it. Seems like it's not working out. Seems like there's bad things that could happen. Seems like the world's going to hell in a handbasket. Seems like it's getting worse and worse and worse. Seems like that's the illusion, right? That's all the illusion. Why is there this illusion? Because you happen to be this amazing explorer of physical reality that has come in at this time to figure this out and to do one thing and one thing only. Raise your perspective. That's it. You're on the leading edge of the leading edge of the leading edge of the leading edge of thought. You're here before everyone else. Why? Because you're that powerful. You have that intense pre-birth desires, that intense intention to discover the difference between the victim and the creator, to discover a way out of victimhood, to discover even in the midst of all this dense, dark separation, that you're all connected as one. Whether you're on this call now or listening at a later date, this is your intention. Some of you have more powerful intentions than others, but you couldn't be here if that wasn't your intention. Some of you are more open to the fact that you're the creator of your reality and that are feeling better and enjoying themselves more and leaning into it more and, and not taking themselves so seriously. And some of you are still wanting to play around in this idea that you're the victim so that you can understand yourself at an either greater level and have even more expansion. Doesn't matter where you are, the fact is you're playing within the context of the life that exists right now. And you're either in acceptance or in resistance or somewhere in between. So all you gotta do is move to a little more acceptance today than you did yesterday. And a little bit more tomorrow than you did today. And slightly elevate your perspective and look at, start to look at things as 
right rather than wrong and start to reach for this idea of neutrality and alignment, start to receive this more bit of inspiration, like the inspiration to ask this wonderful question and realize you couldn't be here if you were not so magnificent, so powerful, such an explorer of physical reality. You could not be here on earth at this time. It wouldn't be possible. You came for this amazing experience and then you said, I'm going to add in this emotional sensitivity because I'm going to make feeling good the most important thing in my life. And if I'm not feeling good, I know I'll be led to information that will help me shift my perspective so that I'll feel a little bit better. Ta-da, you've arrived. Here you are, the perfect moment in time. Take one step forward, realize it's not you taking those steps. You are being guided in every moment for the perfect life for you. When you return the non-physical, you'll see that. If you can see it now, you'll feel better. Who's next? I have a question, Joshua. Rashda. I've been wanting to ask this for several months, but then I thought it's kind of useless. And then I thought I'll try to answer it myself. I'm just wondering why roses and lemon trees have thorns. So one idea that came to my mind was that I'm just focusing on the negative, the thorns, are bothersome they hurt um then another thought that came to me is that well everything has a different aspects to it a rose has a beautiful flower but it can be prickly also lemon trees give you fruits uh give you lemons uh, and and they can also uh prick you so it's just to teach me that anything i look at is multifaceted if you couldn't feel pain would you call the thorns negative? No, I would not. You'd be picking roses by the bare hand and your hand would be dotted with the blood marks of the thorns going right through your skin, but you wouldn't even notice the thorns because the thorns are the thing that gives you pain. Yeah. So if you can't notice the things that give you pain, are they negative? But if nothing gives you pain, uh -huh. If nothing gives you pain, could it be seen as negative? No, if there's no pain, I don't feel any negativity. So the pain then you tie to a positive or negative assessment. No pain, good, pain, bad. Yeah. So you go through your life judging everything. Is this thing going to cause me pain or not? So if it's not going to cause me pain, if there's no possible way they can cause me pain, it's automatically a good thing. So fluffy white clouds in a blue sky are a good thing. A calm ocean when you're sitting on the beach, a good thing. A rough ocean or big waves, well, from your perspective, maybe that's a bad thing because you wanna go swimming and that, you can't go swimming in those waves. But from a surfer's perspective, it's the best thing ever and a calm ocean is a bad thing because they can't surf. So everything in your life you're going through and you're judging it, pain, no pain, feeling good, not feeling good, fear, control, love and acceptance. If it's easy to accept, you love it. If it's difficult to accept, you hate it. That's duality. Good, bad, right, wrong, more or less, better, worse, and so you're constantly having to go through and just assess everything for the pain factor in it. Oh, there's a new person. 
somehow I'd like to meet that person, but what if they don't like me? Forget it. I'm not going over there. I'm not acting on that inspiration because I know that, that if for some reason it doesn't work out and I get rejected, I will feel negative emotion. So I'm not moving forward. I'm not even going to go and talk to them. Okay, great. You missed that experience. But that was an experience that would have led you to more of what you truly want. Don't have to get it if you want to. So if you're really emotionally sensitive, there's going to be a lot of situations that you don't want to put yourself into because it has the potential for negative emotion. And guess what? You're judging negative emotion. You're saying, oh, that feeling of someone saying they don't want to talk to me, that makes me feel bad. I'm very sensitive to that, so I'm not even going to risk it. But that person can't make you feel anything. So overall, you have the sense of yourself as a victim, perceiving that outside conditions can make you feel something. Not true. That's the illusion. The negative emotion is simply your inner self giving you guidance and feedback that you're buying into this illusion of rejection. It doesn't matter if the person wants to talk to you or not. It doesn't matter at all. But your sense of worth is tied to that event. And you say, if they talk to me and are nice to me, they're good. And if they don't, they're bad. And you're projecting that fear onto that aspect of your reality. When you're doing that, you really have to be cautious in this reality. You can't go out of your boundaries because you might encounter some negative emotion. Now that negative emotion is something you want so much. And that's why you chose, all of you chose to, to bring in emotional sensitivity as one of your superpowers in this reality. Because without that, you would never be here now. It led you on this journey to the outer limits of thought. This is the most exciting place that you can be. This is where you want to be the whole time. You get to come here. You get to sift and sort and you get to feel because you're not going to feel this in the non-physical. You came for the feeling. You're just judging the feeling as bad and wrong or good and right because you're in duality, perceiving yourself as a victim. That's fine. You're still having expansive experience, but that rose itself means nothing. And those thorns mean nothing. If you couldn't see or smell, you wouldn't give a damn about it. If you couldn't feel the thorns, you wouldn't worry about it. You just love the rose. There'd be nothing there, no context. You want the context because the context is your journey of self-discovery. Without the context of all the stuff happening in your reality, you can't discover who you are because it wouldn't mean anything. The non-physical, there's no context. Nothing means anything. It's pure neutrality. There are none of these judging emotions. It's just existence with no meaning. Guess what? You really want to come here and give stuff meaning and play with it and then figure out why do I like the color and the smell of the rose, but hate those thorns? Oh yeah. Cause the thorns could potentially give me pain. All right. Does that mean I'm not going to grow, grow roses because of these thorns? No. I'm going to wear gloves. I'm going to have my pruning shears. I'm going to be careful. That's okay. Does that mean I'm not going to enjoy honey and have a bee beehive because I could be stung by a bee? No, I'll wear that bee suit. I'll put that smoke on there. I'll love the bees. I'll see them from this higher perspective. And if I get stung, I like, Hey, that's part of the job. You see what's preventing you from living the life of your absolute dreams is the fear of this negative emotion that you call bad and wrong. But 
if you didn't have this bad and wrong judgment, you couldn't move through this fear to discover more about who you are. If you were one living with no fear whatsoever, this would be the most boring experience of your life because there'd be no context. The fact that you can feel the fear and do it anyway, this is the courage that will lead to everything you truly want because that fear is always an illusion. You've got to figure that part out for yourself. It's always an illusion. Everything you want is on the side of that fear. Will you go there or will you not? Will you stay limited or will you in blind faith expand? Up to you. You get to play with that. And then you get to come back and ask these amazing questions that seem so simple. But through these less complex questions come insights that could never be drawn on until the moment you ask these questions. If you can see the brilliance of these questions from this perspective that is amongst the highest on earth, then you can really get a closer understanding of who you truly are and who all of you truly are. It's the same thing. The perspective, it's this perspective. If you look at that and you say, oh, I'm afraid of this and afraid of that, that's one perspective. If you say, okay, there's fear there. I know the fear is illusion. I could push past the fear if I chose to, really not in that inspired to, that's another perspective. You get to choose between those two perspectives. Now, if you could raise that perspective even a little bit higher, well, you'd have more thoughts, ideas, and inspiration coming to you. That's all it is. And there'd still be some fear you'd have to push past. So it's this game of seeing yourself and your reality for what it more truly is for you as long as you believe it. And then adjusting those beliefs every day. If you could do that, guess what? You'd feel better. It would be more fun. From your perspective, it'd be more exciting. It'd be more interesting. It'd be less resistance. It'd be a lot easier. And then you're led another step and another step and another step. You see, you're always being led step by step by step to everything you want, but everything you want is on the other side of fear. So this implies that you're going to have to face these fears, but also implies that you're being guided through each one. And when you understand the fears are all illusions and there's nothing to fear, well, you can take a little bit bigger step or a little step more often. And every time you do, you see yourself a little more clearly and you see this reality clearly and you get some more information and then another fear pops up and then you get to do it all again. You've been doing this your entire life. You just haven't noticed it. You've all been having these experiences going through fear, but once you go through the fear, you don't really remember it because now it's not a fear anymore. And now you don't have that same limiting belief. So your memory of the past is different. And if you're worried about something in the future, well, that's something you fear. And if you can realize that if that thing happens to me, guess what? It'll be the best thing that ever happened. If that actually comes true, which it probably won't, but if it did, it would be the best thing that ever happened. So let it come, let it all come. I'm ready for it all. This is the one interesting thing about physical reality. You come in equipped with every single thing you need to move through this life as you intended. It's there. As you raise your vibration or as you raise your perspective, more of what you brought in will come online for you. You'll be even more equipped than you are. So imagine climbing this mountain 
at the bottom is not such a steep slope. And so you just have hiking boots. And then you get a little way up there and maybe you have this rope line. The rope line just appears. And so you're holding onto this rope as you're climbing up. And then you get a little higher and suddenly there's all the ropes and there's all the hammers and all the chisels and all the guides that you need to climb this next level. You get everything you need for every stage of your life. And there's, you'll never find yourself ill-equipped to handle anything that pops up. But from this limited perspective, when you're looking at a fear, you say, I don't have what it takes to deal with that. Yeah, because you're not there yet. If that comes up, you will be guaranteed to have everything you need to deal with whatever comes to you. So from that perspective, there is nothing to fear. And if you can shift your perspective to this next level of thinking that you will always receive everything you need to do whatever you're doing in the moment, always, then you have it all. You got it all. You don't need to go out and get anything. You don't need to prepare anything. You don't need to scrimp and save or do any of this stuff. You'll always have everything you need to move through that stage. You don't have it now because it's not necessary now, but you did bring it with you. It's part of who you are. And if it's not part of who you are, it's part of something else, you'll get that too. You'll start to see it. If you can look back and see of all the things you've gone through in the past, notice that you were equipped with everything you needed. So why wouldn't that happen in the future? Of course it would. That's the design of this system. It's a benevolent system. It's designed for love and fun and joy and growth and expansion, all the things you truly want. This is the design of the system. If you can see it, you've raised your perspective. If you can just imagine it, you've raised your perspective. If you can start paying attention and get evidence, you've raised your perspective. And that's all that you ever want to do is think about that perspective. And with that, we are complete. Beautiful. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, there are a lot of great questions there. Uh, this idea of blind faith. Uh, you could really be guided in every moment if you had blind faith, but of course we don't. So we'll have to do some things on our own. We'll have to drive our cars and look both ways when we cross the street and all that stuff. But remember, you're being guided, so you don't really have to do any of that. Those aren't really things that really make a difference, but you can play with that and experiment with it and see how that goes and, and have faith in the inspiration that you're receiving when you're in alignment that will lead you further along your journey of self-discovery. Uh, thanks again for all the things you do to uh, support us by sharing this with your friends and leaving reviews and posting it on Facebook and all that great stuff. Um, check out the new Neutrality Meditation on the homepage and also the Perception of Reality audiobook. It's down there at the bottom. And both those things you can get right there on the website at theteachingsofjoshua.com. Until next time, have a wonderful week. Bye.